Hey, if you're listening to this and you enjoy Watch Out for Fireballs, you may not know that we have covered many non-Dark Souls games on Bonfireside Chat. Uh, These episodes function basically as extra episodes of Watch Out for Fireballs that you have access to, most likely. Most likely, though they are chosen because they have some relation to uh, Souls, uh, FromSoft, or that particular style of game, uh, there's going to be stuff there for you. Uh, even if you are not completely, uh, you know, submerged. So don't feel uh, uh, put off by the fact that they are upon Fireside Chat episodes. I think yeah. that everybody can get something out of the uh, the Hollow Knight episode uh, that we did back in 2017, for example. Yeah. For example, there are 27 of these. Yeah. So if you have run out of, uh, and 13 of them are not behind the Patreon wall. Mm-hmm. So if you want to hear us talk about, say, you know, like you said, you know, Hollow Knight, Shovel Knight, basically games with night at the end, <laughs> uh, you can just for free. And if then if you're a patron, we have episodes on The Legend of Zelda and Ico, mm-hmm. uh, you know, big games, and they live over at Bonfireside Chat. So if you're on the public feed, you have access to about half of those. If you are a patron, if you've gone to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv, you have access to the other half. Uh, and there's just a lot there for you. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Please do. Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a Games Club podcast. And this week we are talking about The Sexy Brutal, which is an adventure game developed by Cavalier Games and Tequila Works and published by Tequila Works for the PC and consoles in 2017. Yeah. And this episode was executive produced by Daniel. Thank you very much, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to get just a real quick disclaimer out there. Uh, I hate this game and I'm going to be <laughs> cruel to it. Uh, it will know my cruelty, but it does not reflect <laughs> on Daniel. No. Um, I really appreciate it. I've been curious about this since it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it got hugely good press uh, when it came out. Like there are a lot of like, why is no one talking about this? The the masterpiece of 2017 uh, YouTube thumbnails and the like. So I was always really curious about it. I really like the chance to play it and honorable people can differ. Uh, this is just, it's very representative of a lot of things I don't like in games. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, on the other hand, just feel real meh about this, uh, and kind of see it as a, uh, let's say less creative, less rigorous, but also less talky ghost trick. Uh, basically <laughs> it makes me terrified to go back to ghost trick. 
like I, I remember liking Ghost Trick, and mm-hmm. I, I fully believe that Ghost Trick is probably less um, simple. Yeah. Than this, but there, there's a really specific thing that this does that I think is something I. It, it's just a real, you know, thorn under my nail in terms mm-hmm. of video games. Yeah. Uh, so we'll talk about when we start talking about the basic play. We'll enumerate uh, kind of exactly where this falls down for us um, as we as we go along, and we can. We can maybe diagnose if Ghost Trick will be right for you, but of course it won't because it's so talky, Gary. It's really you, talky. You and would they, be they just, real so put off by the visual novel sections well, of that. I, I, yeah. I played it when it first came to uh, iOS. Uh-huh. And I remember, like, I, I don't feel very strongly about it. Mm-hmm. But I remember I'd be like, oh, that was all right. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that I, I was also just, you know, probably less uh, less sensitive yeah. to filler talk than, than I am now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so in this game, you play as a priest named Left Lafcadio. Does that sound right to you? That's how I say it. Yes, Lafcadio Boone, uh, who has been invited to this masquerade party at an English casino mansion called the Sexy Brutal, so called because the owner thought it sounded dangerous and sophisticated. It uh, it does. It's a really catchy name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this mansion is caught in a time loop, and the guests are dying over and over. So. You know, you're this is an adventure game. You control your character top down. The idea is to solve these puzzles to save the guests. Uh, the puzzles are all the easiest thing in the world. Yeah, there's no real deduction that goes on. Pretty much what, what you are doing is incredibly mild stealth play in order to follow um, uh, uh, individual characters around to learn where they're going to be at individual times and maybe incidentally overhear some crucial piece of dialogue or see them interact with something that is then unlocked for you to uh, work with uh, on future iterations. Yeah. And, and this is this is the big area where this there's two things this represents that I like I think are make for bad video games. Yeah. Uh, this is one of them. And the, uh, it's basically, if you think about, um, puzzles in a terms of locks and keys, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh, the puzzle is to do this and there's an object you need to do it. If they're video games suffer a lot, I think from conservation of detail, this game does more than almost any other one I can think of where there are so few things you can interact with. The thing you can interact with is necessarily the solution to the puzzle. Yeah. It, it is a game that puts you in a room with one lock and two keys. You try them both. And then when you get the right one, it gives you a big, really long cutscene with celebratory music. Yeah. And it happens seven times. And then that's the end of the game. <laughs> like no joke. Like it's a little bit more complicated than that, but you are not kidding when you say there is no deduction. Yeah. You, d- you do not need to bring your brain to this. And I'm not like super puzzle smarty, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there, there, there are Steven Sausage Roll masters yes. out there who have brains that are so much more like encoiled and complicated than my smooth ass brain. Mm-hmm. But I have to be able to think a little bit. I don't, I don't want to be given like a, a, you know, one of those little plastic trays that kids have where it's like, here, use the zipper now to see what, <laughs> how a button works. Right. That's how this feels to me. It feels like insulting if I could feel insulted, but more just like a waste of my time. Yeah. You know, there, there's no game in this. There's absolutely no game in this. Yeah, it's it, it, it's pretty rough. I mean, I it got to the point where, like, I mean, I think a lot of these necessarily you need to do multiple runs. But like, I would get, I would hit the solution, and the person would be saved, and I would think, w- w- wait a minute, that's it. 
Like I thought yeah. I was just, I thought I was just gathering. Oh, I, I thought that by pulling that lever, I would, uh, I would get more information or I would like set up one half of something that maybe would pay off later. And like, I need to do like a Rube Goldberg kind of approach to this, uh, for a game that concerned itself, you know, narratively with, you know, this is a loop and people are dying over and over again. Um, there is absolutely no causation. No. You are not messing with causality at all with this, even not even like time travel causality, like you know, setting up something so it will pay off later. Like the, there's not all, really any of that. All of the causality is informational. Yes. Everything that deals with the time loop in this is you just having basically like precog mm-hmm. abilities. You go through the loop of the day to see something. You've seen it. You know, you follow one person throughout the day. You go through the loop and you follow the other person. Now that you know what they're going to do, it is obvious what you need to do on the third loop. <laughs> it's like of uh, you know Katana Zero, except instead of watching all of the possibilities for murdering everybody, it was all the possibilities for solving a Fisher Price shape uh, yeah. shapes order. Uh, all of the things you could possibly pick up. Yeah, you know it. It's a uh, it's maddening because I love you know the idea of a time loop is really compelling. Extremely, you know? yeah. Well, and and look at uh, like Day of the Tentacle, right? Like. Mm-hmm. You can do puzzles in this that puzzles that deal with that kind of thing, or even something that's not very good, like Shadow of Memories. Right. You know, like that. I don't think that game is very good, mm-hmm. but at the very least, you plant a tree to stop, you know, and then go into the future where it's grown and something's there. Yeah. This game isn't dealing with with things on that level. It is so dumbed down. Yeah. That, uh, that and it's it's not unique to this. This is what I'm talking about when I get mad at like Zelda torch puzzles. Yes. You go in a room and there's four torches and you light all four torches and that's the puzzle. Mm-hmm. There are only four things that interact with that room. That's not a puzzle. Yeah. It's a you task. Know, it's, it's a task. It's just keeping you busy. This is, you know, Zelda games sometimes get above that in their puzzle yeah. design. Uh, this game does not. No. Um, it, it drove me fucking up the wall. I, I kept <laughs> expecting it to, to, I was like, okay, they're just teaching me things. Yeah. I and am. then I was like, what are they teaching me? They're really just teaching me to stalk people around, mm-hmm. you know, but okay, maybe it'll, it's going to reveal itself and it never does. Yeah. Uh, it is, it is basically as easy at the end as it is at the beginning. And again, I am not a, like a, a challenge fuck, you know, seeker. I am not no. somebody who wants to, you know, absolutely go into cognition mode, brain cortex edition, you know, <laughs> tournaments. I just want to have to be there for a video game, you know, and this is, this is essentially watching a let's play of it, even when you're playing it. Yeah. At least let me walk and, you know, don't just let me like slide across a greased floor into Mr. Burns's office, you know, yes. like it's, it's, it, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's a real, it's, it, it's a real problem. Um, man, just, just so much of like, Oh, that, uh, uh, that was it. And with, a you know, you can accidentally solve puzzles. Uh huh. The, the second one with the, uh, the security cameras uh-huh. just did that on accident by like clicking things that I could interact with. <laughs> like I just like accidentally solved a puzzle. Like it, yeah. it's, it's ludicrous uh, and and with a with, with a lack of rigor or with a lack of you know mechanical involvement what we have to fall back on is style and story which is which fine but also not enough it's not sufficient also, that's the <laughs> other thing that's like a personal you know bugbear of mine in video games is that this game presents really well yes it looks neat it has great music it's a cool concept it makes me feel like i'm being tricked yeah. You know, uh, the, for the other thing though, real quick, before we move on from mechanics, because that stuff is really interesting, um, is that, uh, you do get new verbs 
mm-hmm. in the game. Every single one of them is the worst Metroid upgrade. And by which I mean, they're just a key. <laughs> it's just a, so like I can walk up to something and examine it. Most mm-hmm. of the time I get a line of flavor text. That's nothing. Otherwise I can pick it up that bam mm-hmm. sorted. That's the puzzle. Yeah. You get new powers every time you solve a murder, but it just allows you to click on more things. Yes. That's all it does. There's no expression in, mm-hmm. the, in this game. There's no like, I have a new tool. What are the cool ways this could be used? It just allows more things to be clicked on. Yeah. You know, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People, I, I reading reviews of this made me think I was losing my fucking mind. <laughs> like nobody was calling this out. Like nobody, everyone is just like, oh man, this is a hidden gem. Like yeah. this is one of the most stylish, sexy games of the year. This is fucking incredible. And I'm like, did you play it? <laughs> like, just, just, like just throwing myself out the window at the top floor of a bank. Yeah. Setting just, myself on fire. Like, <laughs> like as you, as you save each, each individual person, like you get to like the fifth or the sixth one. And then like, just, just you're sitting in a tub that's emptying like, no, yeah. no, no, no. Oh, there's so little time left for this to like <laughs> deliver on it. Yeah, this can't be Yeah, like, you know, you never get to the fireworks factory in this game and it ends with a huge explosion. It does. And, and you, you never fireworks. get to a fire. Yeah. yeah you never get to the fireworks factory. Yeah. So um, when you save guests, you don't uh, like release them from the loop. You just gain their power, uh, which is just terrible, terrible upgrades. Um, yeah. If there was a perfect loop thing, mm-hmm. you know, where you had to save everybody, then at least there would be some like order of operations or time management. Yes. You know, like, how do I come up with the most efficient route through this mansion that I've spent the game trying to get to know to save everyone? Yeah. And that would be a video game. No, uh, it, it doesn't do exclusive. that, though. Yeah. There, you just save everybody once and then you move on to a new section of the mansion mm-hmm. that's cordoned off for the specific murder. It right. doesn't even matter that the mansion's big. It, it's basically like every level is five to nine rooms mm. that are just for that murder. Half which are filled up with fucking collectibles. Yep. Like Nintendo 64 <laughs> coins you can pick up. Yeah. 52 playing cards and invitations and all that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, there's, there's a, there, there's a stealth speaking of being fired up. Uh, there's a stealth element to this, uh, mm-hmm. where you cannot be in the same room as any other guests or staff members. Uh, their masks will fly off. Uh, time will freeze, and they'll the mask will come and hit you. You have a ridiculous amount of time to vacate to, to the to point where, out. like, and they don't pursue. You, right, you get a special power; they don't pursue you. So, like, imagine any stealth game where all you have to do is Grandpa Simpson back out the door. No, not even back solved. out the door. Just like, oh, those people are in that room. Uh, it's a small room. I can get to the other side before the meter drains. Yeah, yeah. That, that, you, you, if Grandpa Simpson just went into the Maison Derriere, mm-hmm. watched, watched the some show. strippers, and <laughs> yeah. then went and left out, and he was fine. Uh-huh. Bart never noticed him. Like that's a really stretched <laughs> metaphor, but I'm I'm so curious. <laughs> the the uh, <laughs> but it just uh, you, there's no there's no consequence to it. Yeah, you just you just walk away. Uh, I don't know why it's there's stealth elements in this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but, uh, you know, you're going to be looking through uh, uh, keyholes. Sometimes you're only going to be able to see, like, one part um, as you, uh, you know, like, one part of the room. So you may not see who is speaking 
uh, at a given moment. As you look at stuff, uh, you gain information about where people will be, um, uh, you know, uh, at that mm. particular time. And you can cast forward and back in your map to kind of follow routes along, uh, st- st- stuff like that. All of that information that you get stays with you across cycles, including things like at one point you have to like learn the combination for a security pad, stuff like that. Uh, they they and, do a lot of tricky things to make things that could be physical objects. Yeah. Carry over down to uh, the ludicrous situation of learning the recipe for a key. <laughs> uh, basically yeah <laughs> like after the thing like we knew it would make any sense for you to have the key across time cycles but i don't know you learn how to make the key yeah it's a magic doodad but it's it's basically making a key yeah you also get the world's most magic lighter that will stay with you uh across yes, for some yeah. reason or another mm-hmm. uh the day is uh 12 hours long in this thing uh and it passes nine minutes of real time you can jump around a little bit uh basically just to save yourself some tedium Mm-hmm. jump to 4 8 p.m. and you can sync yourself to different clocks in the mansion which will be your restart point right so there there are a couple of little clock powers you have that basically just emulate basic functions of video games mm-hmm. like it doesn't feel like you're having cool time mastery it just feels like this would just be a menu in another game right yeah uh and you really don't affect anything uh uh even when you when you do stuff everything kind of proceeds like clockwork yes um you're not you're you're not having an effect on this world other than solving the murder, right? You know, preventing the murder uh, through that. Um, you move really slowly, uh, which you, you basically have to. You you tunnel around mm-hmm. uh, here to keep pace with the game's events. And even though the mansion is very big, I I didn't sit down and count. I wanted to take a map. Mm-hmm. If 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 I wanted to wager, you know, I would wager like ten bucks or something that half that two thirds of the room either have nothing in them. Mm-hmm. Like they're just there to pass through or they have just a collectible in them. Yeah. At collectible, maybe a thing to look at for a dialogue box worth of, uh, worth of little world like detail text. kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like flavor, like pass through rooms or collectible rooms are at least two thirds mm-hmm. of the game. So the mansion is big, but to what end, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but for nothing, why nothing mechanical, yeah. yeah, nothing mechanical, just a dollhouse of like, frankly, you know, not particularly engaging like item description no. or anything like the, the cool, like know. the coolest thing was the library, like where you saw like just a bunch of books that the developers liked. And I got yeah. to think for a second about how good of a short story the mask by uh, Robert W. Chambers is. <laughs> It's a it's a great short story, but I'm not going to to hoot and holler for recognizing something else. I like <laughs> no, in, no, in a game, you know. Like, yeah. Oh, they, you must like you know. They said so they know how to rock over in Salem, Oregon, but we know you know how to rock in Portland, Oregon. You, yeah, I like that already. Talk about how you many one way streets we have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna do that. I'm not gonna hand it to these guys for having okay tasting books. No, no. Uh, so. Uh, on to aesthetics because frankly, that's the, all that this really has going for it, uh, a lot of the way. And it's, yeah. it, it, it's, it's super stylized. Uh, I like that everything is like chunky and cute looking, yeah. you know, um, it, the, even the way you move the animation and everything, it reminds me of Luigi's mansion. Oh yeah. Well, especially uh, the dollhouse kind of aspect to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's really striking. Uh, and I think the soundtrack is actually great. Oh yeah. It's really good. Uh, it, you know, really, really good, uh, fun jazz, not like necessarily anything can happen jazz, mm-hmm. 
but kind of like party jazz. Yeah, it's um, like uh, a, a, you know, Dixie, uh, somewhere between like Dixieland and uh, like big band kind of stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Like, I think mm-hmm. the soundtrack to this is legitimately good. It has that thing where I suspect a game reviewed really well because it looks and sounds good. Yes. Uh, yeah. And looks and sounds unique, which this does. Something really cool that happens is because the world is so deterministic, because everything happens at particular times, um, uh, the soundtrack and just the sounds of things happening are all coordinated. So you'll hear like gunshots. Uh, yeah. You will hear like you know the the the, the bell ring, which is tied to one of the murders, uh, stuff like that throughout. So you eventually get like a pretty good sense of like the order of things that happen. Uh, yes. You know, even yeah. more so than looking at the clock and saying like, "Oh yeah, it must be eight because I heard the bell ring," kind of stuff. Yeah. Again, it would be really cool if you had to use that information. Yes. To like do a perfect loop or something, you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it does fit in with the music in a well, like it's like pretty well. Like there's mm-hmm. a jazz band and then new Joe is over there on the organ, like <laughs> breaking plates and, and shooting guns and stuff. Yeah. Um, that, that works pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the writing in this, like I didn't really like reading any of the item descriptions, uh, no. partly because I, I realized what I was doing was clicking through them to find the thing that was interactable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, dialogue, it, it's all fine, mm-hmm. but nothing was very, uh, like delicious to me. Yeah. Nothing felt like snappy or good. It all happens very slowly. Um, you can't skip through a lot of it because it is dealing with this real time. Yes. A bit, which is a problem in a time loop game where you might watch the same murder happen multiple times. Right. Um, this is on display right from the beginning, right in the tutorial where you watch the same scene happen mm. multiple times Yeah. Uh, with very slow dialogue. And I don't understand yeah. Like, I don't Why? understand what the purpose of that is. I don't understand what it's doing artistically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I want to give the the developer of this credit for making that choice intentionally, but I don't know to what end that choice is. Well, I mean, just, I don't know. There, there ought to be like, after you've seen something, do like a visual novel skip uh, where yeah. like, okay, I've already seen this because like, you're not always using that time to go and do stuff like the skip isn't mandatory, but if you just need to, okay, I've already seen this. I need to wait for them to leave that room. Well, okay. Press the button and then there you go. Yeah. You should be, yeah. you have a magic stopwatch. Yeah. Like, I don't know why you can't set your set things in fast forward and, and slow motion mm-hmm. as opposed to just jumping to four nine here. I'm going to say something that's going to blow minds. Uh, this game would be better as a visual novel. Mm hmm. Like, I don't, I don't like visual novels. Um, I think that this would be better as such though. Like the actual existing in a spaceness mm-hmm. of this doesn't add anything. Yeah. And just being able to be a little bit faster and looser with time in yeah. that way, like a little bit more abstract would make the whole thing feel a lot less frictiony. Yeah. I think. You know, I, that, that, that is fucking crazy. I'm going to do whatever test you do to see if somebody is a scroll. Yeah. Which I understand is a thing that somebody can be where they're not themselves. Okay. Yeah. There you we know go. what a shapeshifter is. Come I on. know what a shapeshifter is, but it, like, <laughs> I, what, it, 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 has that got something to do with the, what was it, Captain America guy? The, the, uh, oh God, the Nazi, the Nazi scroll. Red skull? Yeah. No, that's skull. Oh, they spell okay. and pronounce their names differently. <laughs> well, they spell yeah. and pronounce their names pretty fucking similarly, they're, they're, they're dude. Similarly, they're called, yeah. sc- <laughs> okay. but it's still differently. <laughs> God. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty just, much it's exactly similar. the fucking same. No, dude. there's an R. I know the, there's the, an R. I'm so mad at sexy Rotel. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the yeah, it's a it's just a body snatcher. 
Okay. All right. Oh, so wait, I wait. so so I used it correctly. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I, I just it would be a better. I think it'd be a better product. Mm-hmm. I still wouldn't play it with your hands. Right. Like right. in your time, you know. But I, I, it's a better product. We're gonna get into the the actual plot stuff of this yeah. a little bit uh, here. So uh, take this with a grain of salt. Like I'm, I've drawn my line in the sand. I don't think that anybody should, needs to play this. Mm-hmm. If you're at all interested. Um, if you are going to glean any joy from this game, it is going to be from the plot. Yes. And so if you think that you will enjoy this at all, uh, then, you know, beware. Yes. Cause we're going to spoil that throughout. Yeah. We're going to spoil it throughout. Like I, I've got, I got stuff to say, Gary. <laughs> I, I am frustrated by the plot. We are, uh, again in the silent Hill, somebody torturing themselves, uh, for eternity zone. Yeah, yeah, kind of thing, and yeah. I'm I'm so sick of it. Mm-hmm. Still, they're not in a realm, but they may as well be in a realm. No, they're they're, they're in the realm. I mean, it's realm. A, it's a realm of sorts. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's a realm based on a real place. Yes, <laughs> you know, but it, it's somebody's in a realm because they're torturing themselves out of guilt, and I it, that is a dead trope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, at this point, no, thank like, you. Yeah, it's just been used so many times and so much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is a collaboration between two studios, uh, the UK based Cavalier games and, uh, tequila works out of Spain. Uh, tequila works had, uh, developed, uh, some cool stuff for this. You ever played Deadlight? Mm-hmm. Uh, I did actually. Yeah. That's the, uh, the side scrolling zombie, mm-hmm. right? It's a, you, you're trying to survive in a post apocalyptic zombie. Yeah. It's like platform a cinematic platformer kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I played that and remember liking it. Mm-hmm. Uh, on uh, on the Xbox 360, along with yeah. Radiskulls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cavalier was a new studio uh, as of the time they made this, uh, made up of ex-Lionhead people, which really shows in the writing here, actually. Mm, yeah. um, and uh, uh, I guess prior to this, they had only, uh, the only thing that they, they had been attached to was a remake of Shadow of the Beast, the Psygnosis platformer um that we did that we uh covered one of them that we covered on object suffering that's the one yes. where just like one of the world states it's like a real surreal kind of uh, uh violent kind of game but one of the world states was just there's an eyeball storm ambiently yes. happening yeah 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 the the remake of it is is very funny i'm looking at up stuff about that now <laughs> i don't know why you would remake that game no you know and and what it makes tons of sense not just with that writing but again this being a game where uh it looks good and sounds good and that's what we got yeah, and a, you know, and a concept is, is presented but not delivered on. Oh yes. boy, that is Lionhead to a T. Yeah, but is this a double fine game? <laughs> like it, it, it basically the the same kind of thing. Yeah, uh, very Lionhead. Um, so the, the concept was brought up uh, by Cavalier as announced during the production of Tequila Works' uh, long-awaited game Rhyme. Uh, if yeah. people remember Rhyme, mm-hmm. the eco-like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the developers, they cite the entire uh, uh, laundry list of time loop media as inspirations uh, for this. And uh, the, <laughs> by reading interviews, the writing, pro- the writing process for this was incredibly difficult because they kind of neglected to realize that they shouldn't get other people on the hook uh, before they have everything figured out, uh, mm. like what's going to happen when. Uh, because you know, if you're setting up a big mansion where everything is happening at once, you kind of need, you kind of need, need to write it that way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like write, write the day's story yeah. and stuff. Uh, and I, I'm not, you know, I've been, I, like I said, I intend to show this game, my cruelty. Uh, I don't intend to show the devs, my cruelty, you know, like that's right. Hard. Right. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I understand that this is, I can imagine this being a thing where the, the scope got away. 
Yes. And this being, you know, landing short, but they were throwing maybe for a little bit further than that. And they just Mm -hmm. had to make a lot of compromises. Yeah. You know, if you look at their inspirations, they're all significantly more audacious works. Mm -hmm. Like even things like Groundhog Day, which is a simple movie, but it's a classic for a reason. And it it does, it codifies a lot of the time loop, cool time loop ideas, Mm -hmm. you know, none of which are on display here. Right. You know, so I, I, I could imagine a world in which they wanted to do cooler stuff with mm-hmm. the mechanics and puzzles and plot of this yeah, and did not. Yeah. You know, just the, 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 there are all kinds of compromises that we are not privy to as, as critics. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in terms of, you know, like Metacritic, this is just high seventies. So well-reviewed in terms of anecdotally, like when I look around, there are a lot of people who are pretty hyperbolic about how good this game is. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a, a James Stephanie Sterling, like this game is fucking brilliant. Um, there's a lot of like YouTube, you know, why is no one talking about this? This is the sleeper hit of 2017. A lot of that's YouTube click, you know, thumbnail shit. I get that. Yeah. You know, there's, there's some exaggeration there, but it is a well-loved game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, pretty well reviewed, but it feels like anecdotally like people dig it. Yeah. Uh, and that is what was making me feel like, you know, I, I don't belong on this world. <laughs> Yeah, uh, just kind of kind of thudded for us where it's saying for others. And that's weird. Yes, uh, it, I, I don't know what they're seeing in it. And I, yeah. I've read some of those reviews and watched some of those videos. And it really does come down to aesthetics. Mm-hmm. And it, it just uh, it's something, you know, we we just recently did a live panel. We talked about this, but it's something that's been floating around my head is that charm is non-transferable. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've gone from thinking of it as a weasel word in describing games like it's real. Charm is yeah. real, but it's non-transferable. So if something, if you're just very charmed by something like, Hey, this is little, little cute guys. And it's got this fun soundtrack. I just feel like I'm having fun. The game is signaling to me that I'm in a fun zone and fun yeah. is happening and it's working mm-hmm. on me. That's not something that you can express to someone else. Right. And expect it to, to land like at the same conversion rate. Yeah. You know, because like, I, I agree that those things are cute in this It's mm-hmm. cute. It's just not a, it's barely a video game. Yeah, it, w- it would be it, it would be great if it was cute and I was also doing anything. Yeah, poor no los dos, like ton- yeah. Luigi's Mansion. Mm-hmm. Tons of games do both. You know, I don't think this is cuter than Luigi's Mansion. Mm-hmm. And uh, Luigi's Mansion has like little little fun gameplay challenges and stuff in it. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I, I just it I it always makes me feel crazy that like I like I, I imagine somebody being like you're de- you're thinking you're demanding too much. You know, like it can be enough that you just had a pleasant time with something and it moved time forward. Mm -hmm. And I just really feel like I'm not asking for very much when it comes to, you know, the art form that we dedicate our life to. Like, no, this should use the medium as something. Mm -hmm. It's the minimum. It's not, it's not, you know, a tall ask. Yeah. And I mean, and, and, and here's where we get around to it. Ghost trick had puzzles. You were I yeah. mean, kind of doing an incredible machine thing, trying to figure out how to interact, control physical objects to make, to make the right, the right thing happen. Yeah, no, go, 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 ghost trick has more than this for, yeah. for basically the same concept, which is you have four minutes to save this person's life. I remember that like from, yeah. from playing it, that there's a lot more to it. Yeah. 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 Um, um, I don't, don't no, know how well this sold. Yeah. No yeah. data for that. Couldn't find anything. Um, yeah. uh, as Cavalier doesn't seem to have moved on to do any other stuff. Uh, whereas Tequila Works, they had uh, uh, put out Rhyme 
you know, long-awaited game uh, that came mm-hmm. out. Uh, they also weirdly did the Groundhog Day VR game, which I yeah. think is PSVR exclusive, which is weird as hell. Um, and then they worked on Guilt, that one Stadia exclusive game. Yeah. Fathers, lock up your Stadias. <laughs> Guilt's on the way. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what guilt is. I, w- I was not paying attention. Yeah, to action RPG kind of kind of deal. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, I did not manage to pick up a Stadia. I, I couldn't get through the queues. <laughs> um, so so I, everybody I is no clamoring Stadia. for these Stadias. Yeah, Stadia fever struck the nation, and I, I luckily I uh, stayed home and masked up, <laughs> so I, I did not get caught by Stadia fever. Um, yeah. I hung out with my uh, Uzo or whatever the fuck they're called. Ooh, yeah. I just hung Ooh, out yeah. with my Ooh, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, Ooh, yeah. You're, no. you're just, yeah. just at home drinking a bottle of Uzo. <laughs> yeah. Uzo just, was playing my Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Saying Ura. <laughs> like, um, oh, some words sound like the others. <laughs> some uh, skull. Scroll. The, the, uh, some at one PAX I went to, there was like a thing where they were giving out Ouyas and uh, <laughs> we, we missed it. Like, but they gave a gave us like an Ouya battery or something. Okay. And I very distinctly remember like throwing it out. <laughs> just feel like fuck this. <laughs> like, or an Ouya, like some kind of a accessory. Ouya mm-hmm. accessory. <laughs> it's just like I don't know. It it's bleak. I don't want to say that nobody should try to enter the hardware market, but uh-huh. uh it's not going well for the last like ten uh, people I can think of that tried. I mean, that was a, a very specifically scammy uh kind of deal. Yeah. You can do you can do worse than looking up uh looking up like YouTube histories of what happened with the Ouya. My favorite thing. So it had a famously just really bad controller, just mm. really awkward or whatever. And I just remember in like one of the documentaries that Ouya itself put out about like the design process, because it was kicked. It was a Kickstarter or Indiegogo or something like that. They had this whole section on the controller and just like, Oh man, we'd like to we, we, we designed this to be, you know, to, to maximally fit the human hands. And they showed the prototype, which was just somebody carving it out of a block of wood <laughs> just this really big like, just big blocky thing it's like uh, i don't know i'm kind of i'm kind of done carving this i don't want to cut away any more wood that, so here that, you go that onion thing where it's like enterprising father carves ps4 or builds <laughs> ps4 for son you know that's why your yeah. robot doesn't work yeah exactly <laughs> you can't build a robot be a robot the um yeah uh, so big, big Ouya vibes to the stadia, <laughs> uh, but we're not here to, to complain about the stadia. We're here to complain about sexy brutal, which begins with a prologue. So let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. The the owner of the sexy brutal, the marquee, uh, holds this extravagant masked ball. Uh, but this year things have gone horribly wrong, and you have all the time in the world to figure out what that is. Yeah, uh, this haunted woman uh, who looks like a Ringu lady uh, covered in blood, kind of mm-hmm. deal. Uh, she approaches uh, Lafcadio, uh, his you know, unconscious body, and he gives you a mask, saying, "You know, I will, I will help you, but he." He is so strong, you know, the, yes. the, the ultimate antagonist of this. Yeah. Uh, we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, English majors look out. <laughs> um, you go through the tutorial following, you know, teaching how to follow this guy named Reginald, you follow him around, breaks into a safe. Uh, he curses somebody named Lucas. 
uh, we catch over to watch the, the assailant or move over to watch the assailant. Um, looking through the chapel, this is the first time we're going to see this chapel shooting of like the three or four times you're going to see it during the tutorial. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we can't see who it is. Our, yeah. our vision is blocked by the, uh, the keyhole. Yeah. There, but somebody uh, is shot. Reginald. Yeah. Shot Reginald as he was poking around back by the altar there. Um, so we wake up in a different room. Uh, this is the room where the assailant, uh, who we see as one of the staff members of the, um, uh, of the mansion, uh, is wearing this gas mask, uh, marked two. And then there is a, uh, like a card card suite, uh, mm-hmm. symbol on it. Uh, this is where he gets the gun. Yeah. Uh, he starts approaching us and we flee. This is teaching us about this. We go to the next room. The haunted woman says, nobody can see you when you have the mask on. They're not going to, pers- and no one will pursue you. Yeah. So basically like, don't worry. We're going to pretend to be a stealth game, but there's not actually any of that in the game. Yeah. yeah, You know, it's 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 like a third thing that's told you in the game. (laughs) Right. Uh, All the staff are murderers. The guests are all victims, but all of them are controlled by the mask that they wear. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Kind of also setting up why they are locked in the same, in in the same patterns. Yes. Right. Uh, And she gives us kind of our primary tool that lets us engage with the loop. Uh, which is this broken pocket watch saying, Hey, you need to save Reginald so that he can fix this for you. So you can use all of its powers. That's so funny. Like (laughs) it's like a training wheels thing. Like you are not ready for the full power of this, this, this stopwatch. We have to ease you into this gameplay mechanics. Mm -hmm. And like you, the upgrade you get is, is ludicrous. (laughs) Um, So we, we have to follow them. So it basically sets the loop of the game. Yes. Which is you follow the victims and you follow the murderer mm-hmm. and you get all of their little incidental dialogue and stuff. But you're basically just watching to see what they do and where they go to overhear codes mm-hmm. and see things like this first tutorial where Reginald roots through this uh, safe. It has all his trash in it, but a, a blank, a blank bullet, just freestanding. It's not in a box or anything falls yeah. out. Yeah. yeah it's just... the one thing you can interact with. Yeah. And you think, okay, well, by the, by by its existence, there has to be, okay, yeah, I'll just put this in and then that'll solve it. And it acts like it, like that's going to be not the, not the solution, but, but, but no, it is. It is. Like I was thinking, right. Like, so I was thinking, um, shadow of destiny again. So you, you put the blank in, you grab the blank, you wait for him to leave, you grab the blank, you put in the gun, bada bing. And I was like, okay, he's going to try to fire the blank. It's not going to work. He's going to go to a backup method. Then yeah. I have to solve the backup method. And the game is me doing the blank and trying to do the backup method and like time management mm-hmm. as I do these things. But instead he fires the blank, uh, and then cycles to the next round, which isn't a blank to shoot, but he doesn't get the shot off. Reginald throws a, a candlestick at him. Mm-hmm. Bam. You did it. I didn't do anything like, but, but I did it. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the, the solutions don't get much more involved than that. And by kind of by, because of that, this is not going to be a very long episode because each of these individual, you know, kind of saving things, we're going to talk about the area and we're going to talk about what the ultimate solution is because there's basically no other way to do it. And it doesn't present any complication for you to like, think through, there is no there's the, <laughs> there is no like flow chart of decisions that you are making that needs to be represented here. It is yeah, just yeah, no, w- what's it asking you to do. And then you do it. And, and no, like chewing on a puzzle, right? right? Like old adventure games. One of the joys of an old adventure game is to hit a wall and then go at it for a little while and then go do something else Yeah, and then come back and figure it out instantly. Mm-hmm. 
that step is skipped. Like there, there's a really damning ratio in this game. And I, I, I don't know what to like. I feel like it, this is probably illustrative of other things, mm-hmm. but I, I, you know, I beat this a long time ago. We went and did Midwest gaming classic, um, you know, in between last time I recorded and now, um, I went and looked at a long play of this the long play of it. It's about two hours and 45 minutes, right? Like two and a half hours, right? The speed run of it is like an hour and 15 minutes, <laughs> which just goes to show you how much unskippable, yeah. like, you know, dialogue there is in it. That ratio, like a yeah. one to two speed run to long play ratio is one of the more damning things I think you can have yeah in a game it means that the game is very very simple if you're actually playing it mm-hmm. and if you're trying to do it as quick as possible there's so much unskippable stuff yeah um that, that you cannot do so yeah th- <laughs> this and this sets the tone i was really expecting i was like okay this is for people who you know this is okay this is really just kind of easing me in mm-hmm. it's it's really not yeah um the other thing that this is kind of uh the, the a misconception that i had before i realized that the stealth had no consequences i really like the idea of being in a space that you were not supposed to be in and yes. using predictable enemy behavior uh to like you know feel like you are uh kind of avoiding b- basically what i'm saying is i thought this was going to feel a little bit like um maniac mansion yeah right yeah yeah, which would and, be cool. And, and but no, again, no, if not. a guy sees you, they get controlled by a mask force, so they yeah. don't retain that information. No, you no. you have been enchanted by a witch's spell, so you just run away, and then they forget. Yeah, you know, huge, huge missed opportunity. Yeah, you know, like you you've uh, something recently you've been saying neither fish nor fowl lately mm-hmm. a lot, and that that's what this is. Yeah, it's not a stealth game. It's not a puzzle game, <laughs> but it also fails to not be a third thing. Yeah. You know, or if, if it fails to be a third thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Reginald, uh, realizes, you know, it's silly. He still has his mask on. He takes it off so he can see and recognize you fixes the watch. So now the watch can go past 5 PM right. and we can set our spawn point at any ticking clock in the mansion. Right. This is presented as a cool empowerment thing. It's not, it's just basic game functionality. Yeah. It's, it's, it's also set, setting it. So you are setting an expectation that this is going to be a much more open experience. Like, Hey, now you've got the, you've got the mansion open to you, you know, you got go, the whole day. Go, 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 go forward. And the whole day you don't. That, that doesn't add up to much. Like what each you, murder like gates off the next section of the mansion. Yeah. Basically. So the, because the bounding box of powers you get from murders is just a key. It basically will allow you into the next set of five to nine rooms that are the stage of the next murder. Right. You almost never have to cross over. Like once mm-hmm. you leave this first opening area with the chapel, you never need to come back. Yeah. Every area is a self-contained instance, little, like I, I want to say puzzle chamber, but there's no mm-hmm. puzzle. Uh, yeah. Little dollhouse. And also there's no, like you'll occasionally see somebody on their way to go to their own murder or something like that. That is not uh, information that you need to retain or revisit. That is no. almost like a little Easter egg. Yep. Uh, just the murderer that's on the table yeah. is the so only I'll, thing you need to care about. Yeah. So you are confined to those five or so rooms and, uh, uh, you know, all the information that is there relates specifically to the murder that you are trying to solve. Yes. No crossover. Yeah. Uh, the haunted woman tells us to take Reginald's mask. And when we do, we can set any clock in the house to advance to four or 8 PM. Uh, a welcome so, power. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Convenience, yeah. you know, but it, it, again, it's, it's something that releases tedium. It doesn't, it's not useful. Right. You know, it's not a puzzle object or a puzzle key. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says that she's going to find you again in the casino near the clock. 
uh, you should help as many guests as possible. And the house begins to shake and it rewind. We rewind till noon back to noon. Yeah. And we wake up in the great hall and we see, uh, one of the, uh, uh, staff members, number two there, you know, walk up the the second floor. Something that's weird about this is, um, (laughs) so if you are in the same room, but on a different level, the, the other people cannot see you. No. Yeah. Which is real funny. So like, oh, he's standing above me and kind of looking in my direction. Can't, can't, can't see me. Uh, it, 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 yeah. it's all justified by the end twist. Yes. You know, this is a mindscape, right? Uh, a guiltscape, <laughs> um, you know, uh, but it, it ends up feeling real silly and artificial when you think it's what's happening is literal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the blood lady, uh, says there are two guests here, Trinity and clay. Um, we had to save the two of them together. Their fates are intertwined yeah. and, uh, she gives you a key that you use to wind up the clocks. Um, when you do this, it reveals the map of the area. Yeah. So it's, it's a tower basically. Yeah. Uh, so clay, he's like a, like a big tough guy, you know, a f- mm-hmm. fighter kind of dude. He's wearing a luchador mask. Uh, Trinity is a blind sculptor, uh, yep. who is wearing this, uh, butterfly slash moth mask. Uh, the fact that Trinity, Trinity is blind does not really factor in, yes. uh, because she goes to her room and then is there until you it, save it, her. It plays into her power. Yes. It's, it's the key that you get mm-hmm. when you unlock her. Yeah. Uh, Clay sets at a black t- blackjack table, uh, get, getting drunker and drunker. He's playing against a robotic Grim Reaper who tries to warn him about Trinity. Mm-hmm. And if we wait until 11 p.m., he takes a victory shot and dies of poison. That's how right. he dies. Yeah. And you spend a day following him. The uh, I mean, you would. I, I, mean, I short-circuited this puzzle because you can solve it on accident very easily. <laughs> yep. Uh, um, Trinity wanders away from Clay, uh, find, is waiting in the, the Butterfly Conservatory thinking that he's arranging a romantic surprise rather than drinking mm-hmm. until 8 p.m. A body comes through the chute and she gets freaked out. And then a spider comes down the chute. Sh- she gets we, caught in a spider web. Yeah. There we, are giant we, spiders about, I, <laughs> you know, it's cause she's a moth. Cause we're in a, in a, you know, guilt scape. Right. Right. Oh. Yeah. I just, it, I just, I laughed out loud when a giant spider came down and I was like, is that, is that mechanical? Is that a mechanical spider? No, just a giant spider. Just, well, then the next one where there's like fucking ghosts, uh-huh. there, there's weird, like ghost curses and stuff. Like it's a real, just throw it in. Yeah. Kind of thing. <laughs> Which one is of, fine. Well, but, it, it's fine. But one of the cool things you could do about this is at least have like, when I think about the sexy brutale, I don't want a source book of it. Right. You know, like if this had cool rules and a cool world building mm-hmm. kind of mythology, it would feel like not only do the mechanics feel like they don't matter, but the narrative stuff doesn't feel like it matters because it's all mm-hmm. in the imagination and anything can happen. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's a weird way of like how unlimited a possibility is with, with no bounding box. I said like Mario for some reason, unlimited mm-hmm. possibilities mm-hmm. with no bounding box can feel lazy. Yeah. You know, cause like, why not have a spider do it? I don't know. You yeah. know, there, there's no, there's nothing there's no fun like why right and like you know you know gigantic oh, oh the, the, this world can be a wacky magical world where there are giant you know gigantic spiders and ghosts and voodoo fish who can possess people but like the the, the track needs to be laid i yeah. think as opposed to just like a little kid telling a story you know and then that's and the, the perfect and, and, and then there's yeah. and then there was a huge spider because she's a moth you see yeah. Earlier, I said that this could be like a double fine game because I associate double fine with like fun style and absolutely vapid substance. But a double fine game would at least be this. That stuff would be there. Yeah. Like yeah, these but, characters would be charismatic. 
Yeah. You know, and I, and I cannot stress enough. They're really not mm-hmm. like, I don't, I'm not very invested in, in clay and Trinity. No, you no. know, like they're, they're kind of positioned as outsized kind of character characters, like very broad mm-hmm. kind of fun characters, but they don't say or do anything funny. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 there's not a spark yeah to it at least for me and that's a that's definitely a, a subjective thing but i, I mean like the, the, there's not a spark but also there's just not a, there's not an awful lot there which is there's not, like, yeah, not a lot of content there will be a little bio of the individual people and it's not as big as you would want it to be you know all of these people are the idle rich right yes. there is a certain knives out kind of appeal to the kind of like you know just goofy caricatures you could have in that Kind of, you know, kind of set up that is not really cashed in. Instead, they're yeah. all just basically a profession. Imagine if they all had that kind of knives out despicableness and you were trying to murder them mm-hmm. instead of save them, then there'd at least be a perverse glee yeah. to it. Um, so the spider comes down and eats her. And uh, she struggles for a really long time. The spider eventually kills her. So what we have to do is find a way to show Clay what's happening. And before he drinks uh, the poison shot, the way we do this is there's a code for the CCTV closed circuit television panels in a control room that looks at the casino where Clay is at. Um, We turn the cameras on the conservatory to show him. This is what I did on accident. (laughs) So I was still exploring, trying to watch the deaths and just flip the TV. Mm -hmm. And that just maybe the camera is going to show you something you couldn't see. Right. Yeah. Or, or just it's an interactable object. You can't tell what an object is like a little prompt shows up telling you what you can click on Mm -hmm. for it, but it doesn't tell you what's going to happen when you click on it. So I was just checking. I was exploring. I was looking Mm -hmm. for puzzle elements and just solved the puzzle short circuited to it. Clay sees, uh, her in, uh, in distress rushes to go save her. The -hmm. end. The end. I yeah. fucking did it. Congratulations, Gary. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yahtzee. You press the feeder bar. Here's a gamer treat. It, uh, it, exactly. Like, and again, I don't need it to be like super hard. I'm not like a very challenge motivated gamer, but I do need to be there. <laughs> there needs you to know, be something. Yeah. Yeah. And this felt like this. I, I don't think there's any real difference in playing this game and watching a let's play of it. Yeah. Um, so the power that you get, uh, Trinity's mask gives you her uh, sense of hearing. So occasionally, uh, you know, prior to this, there had been times where people were talking, but they were speaking, you know, uh, they're whispering, they were doing kind of, you know, sort of voce kind of thing. So you have to, uh, you know, use this to see anything more than asterisks, right? Yes. Um, And uh, this will reveal uh, like a door code specifically, but also like individual characters, it's kind of revealed they all know that something's going on. You know, they're all suspicious of the staff. They're all, you know, wondering where the where the marquee is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just uh, uh, but but yeah, it is entirely just uh, you know, flavor beyond you know getting uh, getting the key. It's just a key. It, it turns you into a, a phone freak. Yes, where you can you can hear a code, you can hear the touch tone, and and determine the numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And the, the hearing element, you could do it before this is just to hear people walking around and stuff, Yeah, yeah. which would be useful in a game with a, sto- a self system. Yeah. Like early on, I was stopping at every door and listening at it and it felt kind of tense because I was like, what, what if there's somebody walking around mm-hmm. in there? I'll be, I'll be fucked. It, you know, it, and mean, that was before I realized I could walk in and be like, ah, I'll just, I'll, you, you go about your business. Yeah. It you also know? very clearly signals when the room you're in is about to get dangerous. Yeah. They put yeah. something above the door. There's like a, a little fire. 
Yeah, and like and your mask. and your guy gets a little like fire particle effect around him, yeah. like uh, you know, showing like yeah, somebody's about to come in. You have you know twenty seconds to yeah. hide or get out of this room, and you know, like that's a way that a that that a loop can get botched, where you have to start again, but you just start again or get out of that room and find a way around it. Yeah, you just walk away, try yeah. again, it, it, hide in a series of identical armoires. <laughs> Um, the, the haunted woman says like, Hey, go to the guest rooms. You're going to find somebody fighting hard against this place's darkness. Yeah. And we enter into a uh, saving willow blue as a right. third chapter. Yeah. Uh, to get up there, we have to use this code to get through a locked door and climb upstairs. And we find her, uh, by the time I got there, I found her hanging dead from the bell of the, uh, the clock tower. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that's is... what you want because she has to die. You have to, she has to die once in this loop. Yes. Because she leaves the uh, this, she has this bone key uh, hung on on her body that we need to pick up, and then we get the the recipe for something called a hungry charm right. from her room, which is yeah. a, another key. Mm-hmm. And this recipe carries over. Yeah. Uh, so what we have to do is we have to like interact with particular fish. Like that's the decorating scheme up here. There are different fish and tanks all over the place mm-hmm. um, in order to make one of these things. Um, and, uh, you know, we have to draw blood, uh, from those, and this will open up this strange door inside of a hidden passage to go into this large, uh, spider mechanism to find the rarest fish of all. Uh, it is this, uh, inside this incredibly large tank and the fish that we see is very tiny. Yes. Uh, and we see Willow seemingly talk to herself. Yeah. Uh, as she is being possessed, you know, she's, she accuses the fish of being the darkness. The fish overpowers her and talks her into hanging herself, uh, yes. on the, the belfry. Um, we stop this by using this hungry, uh, charm to get in there ahead of time and turn a valve on the tank to, uh, extinguish a candle. Yes. That's, uh, uh prior to this, we had seen that there were these, uh, candles set on skulls all around mm-hmm. uh we've been unable to do anything with them by putting this out um uh willow is not able to uh, uh you know actually see what's going on here right yes yeah um yeah so again you pressed one of the only buttons in the thing and solved it yeah again you could do it on accent just clicking on things mm-hmm. uh once you solve her she thanks you uh bemoans how lonely and dark it feels with all these people around and the haunted woman says, Hey, take the mask. And I'm like, I fucking get it, dude. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you talk, tell me that. Um, this allows us to see the ghost. Uh, mm-hmm. So there are, there are these kind of blue clouds that are around. We, there's a couple of places we couldn't get into before. Cause it says there's a cold aura. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are ghost things. And we now have the key. Yes. So we can get through that. And we can light voodoo candles and interact with them mm-hmm. uh, to talk to ghosts. Right. Uh, when she lights it, we can see what she was actually talking to. What appeared to be the fish was actually uh, just the visible kind of, you know, doodad on the end of Grinmaw, this uh, huge a- invisible angler fish, like a ghost yeah. fish kind of thing. It was an evil fish, you see. Yes. Uh, at the end. <laughs> like there's just big evil voodoo fish that control your mind. Yeah. In this world. Gr- Why not? Because the kid's telling you a story. Yeah. Gr- Gr- Grinmaw doesn't factor in uh, to anything else that's happening. No. Uh, this is not the source of the darkness here. No. Uh, I got the, the audacity <laughs> of, of, the, of her telling you that. Um, so now wait, next we need to save tequila bell uh, here. We, now that we have this ghost ability, we can see what happens when uh, Willow uh, talks to tequila, the singer. They, when we were following around though, they talked to each other. Yeah. Um, originally it looked like Willow was just kind of speaking randomly to no one, but she's actually telling a ghost to stay away from her friend. 
Right. Um, she wants to warn Tequila to stay away from the painting room. Right. Dun, dun, dun. And then done. Uh, Tequila is the singer. Uh, like over the PA, there's a voice that is talking about the bake show that's coming up at 7 p.m. Um, and we can follow her up to kind of the the, the musical wing of this uh, of, of this mansion. This was uh, previously blocked off. Um, and uh, we can see that it was blocked off by uh, ghosts that were waiting to see tequila. Um, yeah. And they, you know, and they stand aside when you talk to them. All you have to do is, you know, ask them like, Hey, can you, can you make way? Yeah. Would you please move? And that's the, the key that unlocks yeah. the yes. <laughs> What's the password for the orgy? Orgy. Yeah, exactly. Orgy. <laughs> uh, we follow uh, tequila on our way to practice where uh, one of the, the staff of the gas mask has replaced red. Who's her ordinary uh, pianist. Yeah. And he surprises her by playing a private song that she thought no one would know about. Uh, she sings it. And then uh, when she hits the high note, though, the stained glass behind her shatters, cuts her up and knocks her off the stage. And the uh, killer, killer follows her. She crawls into the dressing room and bleeds out and drops her down a chute that leads to the spider room. This yes. was the body we saw that shocked Trinity into backing into the spider web by the gigantic spider. Right. So we may have saved her in this one, too. <laughs> I don't know. I, that would be weird. Like if we did. Yeah. Um, they, these don't interface with each other. Nope. Uh, so, we, so we, that's we watched the murderer, the victim, and now we need to watch the murderer. Mm-hmm. So we can yeah. see him, um, and you know, see that he stays in the performance hall all day, except when he notices the sound coming from nearby. Uh, there's a record player in a room off to the left that somebody uh, that somebody had left on. Yes. Um, and we can change where he goes by taking the record and putting it into the phonograph machine uh, in a storage closet that we can then lock behind him. Yes. Uh, we grab the key off his piano and lock him in there. So when she shows up, uh, when Tequila shows up, there's no pianist. She asks you to play along Yeah, uh, with her, which you can do. And then uh, she leaves. She's a okay. Yes. You did it. We get it. And then uh, the haunted woman shows up again. Hey, take her mask. Yeah. I, I really understand at this point. Yeah. No, no, I get it. I take their powers. It's cool. Uh, sometimes um, there are two of them and you tell me which one to take. Yeah. Like, what would I got if I got that luchador mask? You start <laughs> yeah. suplexing the puzzles and stuff. Um, this gives you her shattering voice, uh, which allows you to shatter stained glass. And again, I cannot stress this enough. This is not a puzzle. No, this is a access key. Yeah. There's one door that you can open with this, um, uh, that gets you to the end game. Uh, and throughout the mansion, we have seen these, um, kind of stained glass mosaic glass, uh, vases. Those just contain playing cards. Yeah. And, and I, I just, the, the hardiest and loudest fuck you to Mm -hmm. that. Like there are 52 collectibles in this game, so it doesn't give you a golden ending or anything. You just get an achievement. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you're that kind of, kind of person. Um, and it does give you a reason to be in the rooms, yeah. but it's not a very good reason to my mind. Like so, I, and again, <sighs> like maybe you're motivated by collectibles, mm-hmm. you know, there's a little bit of puzzle of getting the invitation, which is the yes. other collectible. Yeah. Um, usually you just get them once you watch them die. Mm-hmm. Like most of the time they just drop it, but sometimes they left it somewhere. Yeah. Um, I say there's a little bit of puzzle. There's not really a puzzle, but sometimes it's not in the most obvious place. Right. Yes. Two things about the playing cards. If you collect them all, you can get a suboptimal ending. Like you get the, uh, the, the, oh. the ending where, uh, the, your character falls back into his gambling addiction. Ah, I see. Yeah. 
Um, and, uh, uh, the other thing, apparently like some of the playing guard playing cards are very difficult to get. They're like uh, only available in like corner cases of corner cases of particular, uh, not just like, uh, loops, but like, you know, you need to get into this area, uh, from this clock instead of this clock because of the rooms that are going to be available to you. Like that is where the challenge is, which is in getting all of those. Uh, to which I respond with a resounding fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, and again, that that's, I understand that's subjective. Some people really like collecting stuff. Yeah. Uh, for me, that is the lowest form of game interaction. Yeah. You know, um, big bummer. Uh, so we grab the mask. We can now go through stained glass windows. Uh, she has you shatter the glass and it reveals the room behind uh, the singer. This used to be the orchestra pit mm-hmm. for the theater. And she shoves you down uh, into the theater. Yeah, the the blood woman and this guy in a gold skull mask, uh, you know, talks to us from the stage about how she, you know, this haunted woman uh, thinks that she's protecting me, um, but uh, she's overplayed her hand. Uh, Then he snaps his fingers and then binds me to a new clock, says, oh, I'm going to go and deal with her and then come after you. So we've seen we. (laughs) we have we have seen the the big bad uh no 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 prize for guessing which one this is the one person we haven't seen yes yeah, yeah. we're 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 the plaything of these these forces yeah. that are all just uh jacob's ladder ghost yeah So we wake up in this theater lobby room and we get the vision of uh, Red, uh, who is a big guy, a gentle Goliath, and Grayson, who is a locksmith. And we right. need to save them both. Um, there's a little bit of disappointment that how many of these people are together. Mm-hmm. You know, like it it just feels like even if, if I were 100% in the pocket for this game, there's very little to do in it. Yeah. And, and I'm not like somebody who thinks about games in terms of length. Like I'm not, you know, dollar to hour ratio is BS. Yeah. You know. But if you're thinking like, oh, there are this many unique guests to save, there aren't. Right. Um, a lot of them are the same puzzle. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. So we have to save both of them at the same time. And uh, they're poking around. They're in this uh, theater section looking around for, uh, for an egg. Uh, because uh, Grayson is this locksmith. Uh, he has heard about this uh, you know, fantastic mechanical advice called Moloch's Egg. Yes, uh, it goes inside if... a pussy and brings it to <laughs> unknown pleasures. The, uh... <laughs> I, I was going to say, based on our previous experience, all that's in there is a golden robot bird that will kill everybody yes, in your train car. That will end World War One. <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's Not the golden it, bird that will catch happening. the bullet out of the air from Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that this show that's going to happen it's going to be part of this escape artist so like what's the big show marky well i don't uh-huh. know there's going to be one song and then a guy's going to open an egg uh, that, that, <laughs> that's the grandiose uh thing everyone's been waiting for yeah uh, he he, uh, he, fi- he finds it up on this uh up, up on this stage but it's a but it's a jigsaw trap uh, yes. kind of it shackles to his hands uh, and he is closed inside of this electrified cage while this big array of uh, spikes and swords uh, kind of above him slowly kind of uh, uh, tick down to impale him yeah. from above. Uh, Red loves him like Red can't mm-hmm. do anything with the mechanism. 
You know, he yeah. goes at some point he tries to open up a thing or flip a switch. It doesn't work. Yeah. You know, this is important because we have to see what, what the switch looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually he gets desperate. He tries to bend open the, the cage bars and gets electrocuted and then Grayson gets skewered. So we watch the, the victims. Yes. Um, we go and we can grab this lighter from a safe that Grayson uh, cracked. This is a key item that will not reset. This is a magic lighter because mm-hmm. um, we can use it to talk to ghost. We light a candle in the lobby and the ghost says, hey, there's a secret uh, circuit breaker specifically for the stage show. People keep in track like it's literally you just use the only thing that you can do for someone to tell you what to do for the puzzle. Mm-hmm. Um, you activate the circuit breaker and de- de- uh, powers the deactivation switches, which need to be pulled at the same time. Right. So we need to, we watch red and grace and panic when red goes for the switch, we go for the other switch Yeah. and we, you put, you synchronize your watches, hit them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's it. It deactivates the cage, uh, yep. and the spikes. So you're able to, uh, kind of get in and then da, 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 get the, uh, mask power. Yep. Baba boom. Pick up the mask. You now have the light finger touch so you can open padlocks. It's literally a key. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, as far as I can remember, this just opens up. I think there are some doors that it opens up maybe like one or two to get into the library area for the next uh, little set. Uh, but mostly this is open chest to get playing cards. Yeah. Yep. Uh, collectibles. Yeah. Uh, so we open up this padlock trap door and go into the basement where there's a secret passage. It takes us to a snake themed bar. We're going to save Arum runes and Thanos Garaki. Yeah. Uh, Orum Runus, uh, is a goldsmith and Thanos Gareki. He's this old guy who is the, uh, the architect for this mansion. Yes. My dude's name is Thanos. Mm-hmm. Um, with a lighter, we can reveal these ghosts and see that one is blocking the door to the left of the bar and he asks for a password. Uh, so we go over to the library. Uh, we shatter this chandelier that drops a skull candle, which we can then light and talking to the ghost reveals how to get into the secret passage. Which yeah. takes us to the library clock. We can respawn there uh, and start our next little bit of adventuring. Right. So uh, we follow Thanos, and Thanos is very worried about the uh, the staff killing him, uh, and he it, you know desperately wants to find Lucas, you know the, the 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 host, the notional host of this party, um, and figures, hey, you know, haven't found him anywhere else. He must be in the basement. The way to get down there is this elevator that I built. Uh, that is, you know, inside of this huge statue that looks kind of like a slot machine uh, that I made out of a converted furnace. Uh, and this yes. is connected to all of these smaller statues uh, that we have seen around that will change which card suite symbol they show uh, when you interact with them. It's not random. It just cycles through them. Yes. Thanos thinks they all need to be set to spade. Has Aram set the, the statues. Aram set the statues. But that's incorrect. Uh, the correct combination is actually hearts. Uh, for those keeping track, there are four mm-hmm. suits. And, uh, so and even if and you're brute the, forcing this. Uh, <laughs> so it's not even brute force. Uh, when you look at the big statue, you will see that uh, though there are four, there, there are four uh, small statues. There is, there are five symbols. The first of the symbols is a big glowing green heart. And when you mm-hmm. interact with the small statues, um, uh, it will only glow green when you are on the heart. So it is literally giving you the, Everything is good to go, uh, you know, color green and light. light. Yeah, the, 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 the green light when you uh, when you fire it up. Even um, if it wasn't giving you that hint, even if you were brute forcing it, the possibility space is so small, <laughs> you know, with that. The possibility <laughs> like, space is endful. Yeah, uh, absolutely endful. The endful, the sequel to the endless. Yeah. Um, so like the, 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 tr- the tricky part 
uh, is that uh, so there are two things like, you know, this is the most involved task in the game, which is following uh, Aurum around What's the finale. Basically, yeah the, the puzzle finale of the game basically yeah you got to follow him around uh like you have to learn the password in the stake bar uh you know to get back to this room uh and then you've got to change these um you've got to change the statues behind him uh so you know it's the the correct combination uh when they get there so they don't get burned alive in this furnace right yes uh but when you get to the last one you find that it is missing the arm that you need to pull so you've got to you know, again, start a new loop, look around and find out uh, where the uh, the staff member has uh, taken and hidden that arm, which is inside of a dumbwaiter in the uh, in the dining room. Yes, which you can either find out by following him or just clicking on the dumbwaiter. Yeah. It's one of the things you can click on. Mm-hmm. Um, so we follow Aram uh, here, uh, learning that password of the club behind the bar, set each statue to the heart, save them both. And we get yeah. Thanos's mask, which gives us the architect's insight of grants me memories of certain spaces in the mansion when we visit them. Yeah. Just lore. Just lore yep. notes. Yep. Gives us some lore. Uh, the haunted woman says, hey, meet me in the basement. Uh, and the day ends. We go down the elevator and tune to the clock down there. Right. And so we go down there and we meet her in this large room with a huge lock statue. She says, I, I know that there's a door hidden behind here and whatever we are looking to find is, is, is behind that door. Um, yep. you know, I need, she needs to talk to the marquee. Yep. Uh, there are tubes running from this statue to other parts of the mansion. So we follow the tubes. Um, we follow the first tube and get to this operating room with a robotic surgeon, mm-hmm. uh, press the button in sequence to shut it down revealing that the patient is a staff member whose gas mask is rep- respirator is forcing them to stay alive. Yeah. Uh, here. And the that other tube lights up. Yeah. The other, one of the other tubes leads to this jail cell. Um, that's in a, uh, hallway. Uh, the jail cell has this small tree growing, uh, from the floor. Uh, and there is a cocktail glass near a tub of water. Uh, this is the only puzzle that requires you to do multiple things across, uh, across the different loops, which is you have to water this three times. Uh, through these loops in order to make the tree grow, which powers up, you know, that, that tube from the door. Yes. Uh, I don't understand why that water Mm -hmm. transcends time, but it's, it's time water. It's fine. Yeah. Time water. Yeah. For the makers of life, water and death water. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I I really want there to be death water uh, just as like a dare. Um, The, uh, the final bit uh, is this underground graveyard. You need to place the correctly colored flowers on the right graves uh, that bear the names of the guest. Some right. guests here hinting that they've been dead all along. Yeah. There are uh, also some yeah. like weird rooms. Like there's one room that's like a big record player. Um, and there's another one that is just a vortex of cards going into yeah. nothingness. Like there's, there are indications down here that shit's not right. Yeah. We're in a guilt scape. Yeah. yeah. With all the tubes lit up, uh, the statue opens inside. We find the marquee held captive in a tank with these electrodes on him. Yeah. Uh, mirrors around him are showing him the repeated murders of all of his friends and his tears are filling up the tank. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the, the haunted, he cried a river and drowned the whole world. This is <laughs> the story of an Earl. Yeah. Yay. That was really good, Gary. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> um, uh, the haunted woman sees us and is absolutely horrified. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is being tortured, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> and then the man in the gold mask comes by and explains, you know, at least his part of the plot, you know, which is that uh, the, the, the gold skull guy has control over all of the, you know, the time in the mansion. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he freezes uh, the time for everybody except me and him, uh, you know, for me, because I've got this, uh, you know, the special mask on. I can still move around. He says this marquee is the source of his time powers. Uh, and uh, all of this torture is necessary uh, for the man in the gold mask to have his uh, you know complete control here. Yes, uh, he tries to freeze you again, but it just unfreezes the haunted woman because oopsie doodles, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah, she takes something offered by the Marquis, the sapphire tear ring, uh, which gives you plus to defense if you're low on uh, HP, mm-hmm. uh, and tells you to run. And the cycle yeah. resets, and we are now in the end game here. Right, just about. There's only one place that we can go that we haven't seen before. Yes. Um, in the main hall, the back part of the main hall, there is a stained glass uh, window that you can break open. And this gets you into this garden uh, that is only accessible uh, from there. It's like a big courtyard. Um, yes. And at the back of this garden is a very small, you know, kind of modest house. Uh, and the front door will open. We could have gotten back here before, but we would not be able to get into this house without the sapphire tear ring, which opens up the lock. Yes. Uh, we step through and we're the entryway of the mansion, but it's on mm-hmm. fire. Done, done, yeah. done. Travel through, uh, backing up time occasionally to kind of get past the flames and beat yeah. them. Um, our goal is to get back to the little house in the garden. And we meet Eleanor, who is the Marquis's wife. She's Pregante. And uh, she notices that we have her and Lucas's ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, she exchanges it for the ruby heart ring. <laughs> Here, we need to upgrade that. Yeah, this is it's, it's Zelda. Yeah. Um, uh, and she says, oh, you know, I'll, I'll be waiting in this house for Lucas, you know, slash the marquee uh, whenever he's ready to come and get me. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the bloody girl appears and explains that the mansion being on fire is the reality. All of the yeah. guests are dead for real. Not just, yep. you know, the, 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 the murders are not happening. They have died. Long They're ago. dead other ways. <laughs> yes. You know, they're murdered in another way. Yeah. Um, the man in the gold mask brought everyone back to torture them for eternity. Right. Uh, and she wants to set them free. Her uncle Reggie, uh, so there's a Reg, you know, Reginald, uh, thinks that using the ring in the secret place will do this trick. Right. Yeah. Um, well, Reggie was the, uh, the the guy who gave us the pocket watch or fixed our pocket watch. Yeah, Reginald. Yes, there we go. Yeah. yeah. That's what uh, I said. Uh, no, oh, did yeah. you, you said you said a Reginald is in play, and I thought that you were implying a second Reginald. Oh, <laughs> no, you never go double Reg, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so we have to take the ring, uh, to the spot where Orem died, uh, you know, that, that, that particular room, um, and, uh, to, you know, to help us, she gives us the, uh, she gives us her, the Eleanor's mask, uh, the, the bloody woman gives us Eleanor's mask, which lets us mirror walk, uh, to fast travel at the end of the game for basically no reason or profit. Like it's uh, just to a way to get all the cards. to collect all the cards. Yeah. 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 Go, you walk through the mirrors. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, the, the upper hall of the, uh, the, the place where Orem and Thanos died that, that, that'll get us back to, uh, the, the tutorial area, the part that's kind of been locked off to us. Yes. Uh, Lafcadio walks through the mirror there, uh, into that chamber with the marquee and the man, in the gold mask talks about how you dutifully died with Reggie in the chapel for years. Uh, and then you started acting differently mm-hmm. uh, there. Um, and he takes you around to show his point of view. Uh, he takes you around to all the murders and the operating room. Uh, just one person survived the fire and that's who's waiting for you behind the doors in the heaven and hell room Yeah, with the elevator furnace. Right. 
uh, you know, again, no, uh, no prizes for guessing who, uh, <laughs> who survived this thing Yes, <laughs> or who you are or who the gold mask guy is. What's happening at this point. Yeah. 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 Uh, so you go through the doors there in the, uh, uh, you know, using the Ruby heart ring and end up in the chapel area from the beginning of the game. Uh, and you go to the stained glass window behind the altar, the one that Reggie was uh, going for when he was shot and you use tequila, you, you use uh, tequila's power. Uh, to uh, shatter the glass. And then from there, time stops. Like, you know, you've, you've broken through into something different. Yep. Uh, you step through, you meet the man with the golden mask in a room with a model of the mansion. Uh, he takes you inside the mansion's clock tower where he's there, the bloody girl is there, and you're there. You look down on Lucas uh, and you're there to sentence him. Yes. Um, and we're seeing what, what this is, which is the world's dumbest insurance fraud uh, right. is the plot of this game. Yeah. So he is uh, finishing setting up these bombs and we watch him go in and out of the room uh, over the course of the day, um, uh, talking to himself about his plan. Uh, he is going to get everybody out into the, into the garden and then set off these bombs um, so that the mansion will burn down and all of his friends will be there. He will have a uh, uh, an alibi and a bunch of witnesses. Um, and he can claim his insurance money and start anew with Eleanor because, you know, building this big party mansion was not necessarily the wisest investment. Yeah. I, there, there are no human motivations No, for this character. It's real weird that he built this huge party mansion with like a snake bar and, you know, like all, all these various, you know, a death trap, all these dumb, dumb things that he built. Um, and the idea is he's doing insurance fraud through bombs. Uh-huh. As opposed through fire and having all of his closest friends be witnesses when he maybe needed a witness. Yep. Yeah. You know, it yeah. it's just you know, I understand like criticizing the plot. Like characters act dumb for for plot reasons. Yeah, yeah. And characters are flawed, and that's what mm-hmm. makes them interesting. This is too stupid. The you uh, would only choose it this way if you wanted it to be a possibility that you would accidentally kill all of your friends. Yes. It it is working backwards. Like this has the stink to me of they came up with the concept for these murders and then we're like, what could be a motivation? Mm-hmm. You know, it feels like a, a game, like uh, what answers could possibly fit versus what the answer is. Yeah. You know, and they came up with one that could possibly fit, but it yes. ends up just coming off as just like incredibly fucking dumb mm-hmm. to me. There's no uh, reason the bombs go off early that we could see. It, like it was just a mistake. Yeah. It's just a mistake. Like it's just I, dumb happenstance. Like, he, I don't know, man. It, you know, it's you know what it was immensely it was, unsatisfying. It was his incompetence. He like he even says it after he realizes, like, oh, I should have, I should have asked R- Reggie for help. Right? Why did you try to set like that'd be like me saying I'm going to burn my house down with bombs? Mm-hmm. Like I don't know how to make bombs. Yeah, yeah. You know, and if he could ask Reggie for help, Reggie could have just been his witness and lied for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if that was a possibility, if he's like, I should have done that, that changes everything. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe, just, it, maybe this stupid. is why he's, he's torturing himself for eternity because he realizes how dumb his plan was. Oh, I'm so dumb. I should have lied. Yeah. <laughs> I should have lied. He's Damn a bad it. guy. He's a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. It, it's wild. Uh, what the dramatic conclusion of this is. And, 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 and again, just the way that my face sank when I realized yeah. we were in a realm. Yeah, we're we're just we're not uh it's it's not very narratively satisfying. Yeah. 
a guy who is bad at setting up time bombs tries it anyway <laughs> for really shitty insurance fraud and accidentally kills his friends. Yeah. And like, so should you feel guilty for that? <laughs> yeah. Is it a profound guilt? Not really. You fucking moron. Of course you did that. And also I don't like any of these characters. Yeah. Like I, I'm not, I'm not invested in him. I'm not invested in any of these people. Yeah. I'm not invested with Eleanor. Like it's just impossible to care about these little goblins, mm-hmm. you know, these little squat one by ones. Yeah. You know? So the, he notices the bombs going off early and he leaps through the face of the clock, uh, kind of jumping clear. He's injured. But he survives. He is the only person who survives this. Yep. Uh, and the gold mass man says, you know, I've been keeping this, I've been keeping the mansion party going, but since Lafcadio has slipped his control, you know, we're just going to just give, give this priest the, uh, the chance to decide if Lucas is worth saving. Yes. Uh, so, uh, the, the one kind of puzzle I kind of like in the game yes, is that you can sync with the time bomb. Right. So that, that requires a deduction or like an intuitive leap. Mm-hmm. The time bomb has a clock attached to it. Right. So I can sync. I think that's actually pretty clever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, I, I, I've been trashing this game. I hate this game. It's one of my least favorite things we've done for the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will give credit where it's due. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, um, one good idea in this four hour game. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, it's, it's not an incredibly genius move or anything. It shouldn't be the finale. It shouldn't right. be the last intuitive leap you make mm-hmm. in the game. Yeah. Uh, doing this allows you to sync to that. So when you restart, you're in the bomb workshop right. and you can use the wire cutters to snip a wire. Uh, when Lucas goes to set it, he notices the cut wire and makes him notice that the time is set wrong, that he fucked up the time bomb. Right. Uh, and the gold masked man will not accept the bomb not going off. You know, yes. you cannot forgive Lucas for killing everybody here. And then we get the big reveal. Uh, he takes off his mask, uh, revealing that he is a younger version of Lucas uh, and then Lafcadio, you know, our player character takes off his mask, revealing that he is an older version of Lucas. Yes. <laughs> we're both different aspects of him. And then we cut to the basement, this big tunnel where all of the staff members, you know, were lining up uh, above the, uh, the the tank room where actual, quote unquote, uh, uh, Lucas was. Uh, they all take off their masks and they are all different copies. You know, they're time loop copies of, of Lucas. Yes. Uh, multiple Lucases. Uh, inside the chamber, Eleanor, you know, begs you uh, to take the mask and use it to stop the main Lucas yeah. uh, in the tank from torturing himself. It's in 40 years. Should he be in an eternal agony for this dumb, dumb, dumb mistake? Uh, the young Lucas says, hey, you could just restart the party and be with your friends forever. Right. You know, we can live in a mind realm or we can forgive ourselves. Uh, it seems like stopping the loop is the good choice. That's what I did as well. Yeah. If, if you if you don't stop the loop, you just go back. You're just, yeah. you, you just. You need to no play option. more sexy Bertel. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, uh, you take the mask, copies of Lafcadio uh, appear, go through the mirrors to halt the deaths in the mansion. And Eleanor says, it's time to move on. We get this brief glimpse of Lafcadio in the, in the real graveyard, standing outside the crypt, uh, mm-hmm. her crypt, mourning his friends. Yeah. It is positioned as a serious meditation on guilt and letting go and forgiving yourself and is lit down <laughs> by the fact that the thing you're forgiving yourself for is so monumentally stupid uh-huh. that it is unrelatable. Even if I try to stretch my empathy as far as it could ever possibly go. Right. Right. Um, that is a good message. Uh-huh. Uh, it's also silent Hill too, mm-hmm. which does it a thousand times. I mean, not strictly, but you know what I mean? Like oh, also yeah. plays in those spaces. Yes. Uh, it is, is significantly stronger 
narrative with character and emotion and like relatable problems. It's your magic voodoo fish. <laughs> it's weird because this forms a very strange, we're, we're, we're getting into uh, summary thoughts here, which is fine. Cause we're at the end. Uh, it's weird because this forms a uh, very neat pairing with ender lilies actually, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, games that, uh, just very confidently rely on a trope or a premise that has been so thoroughly explored by the foundational, by, by, by extremely foundational works, right? Yeah. Ender Lilies being, you know, the rotten kingdom uh, overtaken by an undead curse that uh, is kind of being held uh, not really in check, but uh, at least there is a certain placeholder aspect by the sainted figure. Here it is the uh, the psychological guilt realm uh, where, you know, all of the devils are literally you doing violence to you over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've just been there before and mm-hmm. even more so, I think, than Elder Lilies, we've been there better. Yes. You know, like I was I was relatively cool on uh, Ender Lilies, mm-hmm. but that was before I got sexy brutaled. <laughs> like Ender Lilies is fun to play. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't think Ender Lilies is very good from a story standpoint. I think the level design is pretty crummy, mm-hmm. but the actual mechanics of going around hitting things like feels yeah. pretty good. Yeah. This doesn't have that. You know, it's it's one fifth as long you know, or one fourth as long, which is kind of nice, but it's not. Uh, I just don't know why this exists. Yeah. It, I know that's a mean thing to say. Like there's artistry on display in this specifically in the visuals and music. Mm hmm. But I, I cannot stress this enough. Like it's it's not enough. And and at least for me, it's never enough. Mm-hmm. Never, ever, ever. Like I, I never want to play a game that's just kind of pleasant to look at and listen to. Yeah. There's there's too much stuff out there. There's too many things competing for my attention. I would like to be enriched on more levels than that. Yeah. You know, and this is all subjective. I'm not bad mouthing Daniel if Daniel got more out of this mm-hmm. or any other critics. Like I I love James Stephanie Sterling. I think they're a great critic. Um but the I just think that I need more, 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 yeah. more. Yeah. And just, uh, the, 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 the very real experience, you know, you know, of sitting there playing the game and watching the possibility space just winnow down to nothing. Yeah. You know, it's that sitting in the draining tub kind of feeling, right. Yep. Where it's just like, okay, is this going to add up to something? Am I, you know, is it going to get more complicated than accidentally solving these puzzles? Like, yeah, kind of, but it'll be the last one you, you get. Before it's yeah. before you get to another like literally one move puzzle that's kind of clever, but also is just part of the, the you know the story climax. Um, yeah, I just like that speaks to you know the way that a very good presentation and concept can you know work against something for you know a lot of folks that can be enough. Um, mm-hmm. However, uh, like you, the. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like it was setting up and selling something that it didn't actually you know, d- d- deliver on saying like, okay, yeah, this is kind of taking cues from Majora's mask. Like it's taking cues you know, and, you know, from this, from this really good involved stuff. And then to boil down to as, you know, simply as it is, that makes the taste in your mouth all the more bitter when you see what it actually adds up to. Uh, yeah. And even more bitter when you watch the process of the adding up and see it come up short at every single milestone. That that uh that onion like terrible band obviously doesn't listen to its influences <laughs> like yeah. like combine uh-huh. you know and and I and I just I cannot stress this enough like presentation matters but it's not a choice mm-hmm. 
there are so many games that have cool music and visuals and then also manage to do more than that. Mm-hmm. And this could have still been a modest product yes. as well with better uh, kind of puzzle design and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been fine with that. Mm-hmm. It's already a modest product. You know, it's a four hour like indie game. Yeah. That's you fine. Know? Like it's, it's, it's not its slightness. That is uh, the, that, that is a problem. There just no. needed to be, you know, anything to it mechanically. Yeah. Uh, there, there's like a, um, Liz Rikerson, who is a, uh, a games critic and games maker, uh, had an essay recently about the California indie game scene. It's very mm-hmm. long, but it's, it's worth reading, I think. And one of the things she talks about is the movement towards, uh, indie games where it was one clever mechanic. Mm-hmm. And that was very dominant for a long time. Yeah. Uh, you think about your braid and, and what have you. And then now we have moved on to something, uh, that she calls like vibes based. Yeah. games and this to me is the ultimate vibes based indie game mm-hmm. uh, and it that is my enemy yeah. uh, if i am put on this earth to slay a god it is the god of a game that is purely vibes based yeah um you know yeah drove, drove me nuts i hated hated every second of this once i figured <laughs> out what it was um, yeah. yeah um yeah your mileage may vary mm-hmm. and uh and we we love you anyway daniel i i don't taste you know again honorable people can differ yeah. No, no accounting for taste. Um, if you are listening to this and you are not a straight white cis, uh, man, um, and you have a project you'd like us to highlight, please send me an email at Gary at duckfeed.tv. Um, we're happy to do a shout out for mm-hmm. those. We want to not pull the ladder up behind us. We've been very lucky. Mm-hmm. And, uh, if we can share that, we want to. Yes. Um, if you have thoughts about any of the games we are talking about this month, uh, that deadline is the, uh, the, the, the 15th. You have a couple of days. If you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, uh, go to duckfeed.tv slash contact. Uh, those games are Ender Lilies, The Sexy Brutale, and The Quarry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and next month's games, um, the deadline is May the 15th. Uh, those games are Norco. Uh, the Bard's Tale, the original PC one, not the 2005 one. Even though um, we are playing the uh, the remastered, yes, version of yeah. it, which has tons of quality of life, yeah, improvements. In case you're put off on that, I poked at it a little bit. I haven't mm-hmm. gone deep on it yet, but it, it is, it feels more modern. Cool. cool. Uh, than, yeah. Uh, and the final one there is uh, Super Mario Bowser's Fury. Uh, the Quarry and Bowser's Fury are the premium episodes uh, for that month, which means that everybody gets the generalities, talk about mechanics and aesthetics and things like that. Uh, but the beat by beat section uh, that uh, goes to our lovely patrons. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we just got back from Midwest Gaming Classic in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, check out Abstract Suffering 500 for a fun <laughs> story about that. Yeah. But also, uh, if we saw you there, you know, uh, if we if we met you there, hi. Thank you for coming and saying hi. If you came to mm-hmm. our panel, we really appreciate it. We do. Um, if you were not able to make it, we will be putting that panel out mm-hmm. uh, at some point in the relatively near future. So you yeah. can check that out. Uh, feels really good to be back into doing live stuff. Like it was other than, again, I know spoilers for Abject Suffering 500. <laughs> um, other than that, the one big black mark on the weekend, uh, it was a really fun weekend. Yeah, really good. Uh, to be back. And as the person who got hit by that big black mark, I, I I I can even say it was a wonderful. It was great. Like uh, yeah. you know, I I set my mind on just enjoying the the the, the task at hand, which was mm-hmm. you know hanging out with people and spreading the word and all that. And, really uh, nice. It, it, like, oh God, it, so nice. We we've uh, managed to to luck into a very very kind 
yeah. fandom. Like, and everybody we met, like every time at the table, we literally just like, everybody's fucking nice. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> you know? And it, it's, it's easy to forget because podcasting is kind of a solitary activity. Like even though you're talking mm-hmm. you know, all the time, like we try to stay in touch with the community, but you don't really see the people who get it. Like the loudest voices are people yelling at you. Yeah. And yeah. and we're both really sensitive to that because we're babies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and I, I admit like we're more sensitive to it than most people or then, you know, I don't know if that's true, but, but we're sensitive to it. Um, we're sensitive so really to it in nice. a way that feels like an issue. Yeah. And, and that could be our own guilt that even either it's either our own like weird problem that we're sensitive to it or, our, or our weird problem that we think it's a problem that we're sensitive to it. Yes. One way or another, the problem is us making that <laughs> yeah. very clear, but the, this is uh, nobody's all, nobody else's yeah, mess, but ours. Yeah. This is, this is nobody else's responsibility, but just running into a bunch of people and everything as a kind of a, an antidote to that, uh, mm-hmm. felt great. Yeah. You know, it, 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 very, very humbling and just warm feelings all weekend of feeling like, you know, the absolute dream job, mm-hmm. uh, would not trade this for anything. And, and it's, it's really sincere. Thank you to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 I good, think good that's there. Good. Yeah. Very good note to end on. Um, big thanks Other to Gwen. Thanking Gwen. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Gwen, our uh, producer and editor, uh, yep. who, I mean, She's I don't know, killing that, it. Been, been killing it. And also like, I mean, I can say this for first trip away, uh, uh, your first trip away, uh, since having, having her on, since having kind of any help on man, made things so much easier. Thank you, Gwen. <laughs> really relieving to have somebody watch on the fort, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you're, if you're at a patron at the $10 level, uh, we're recording the third quack stack. Yes. Uh, pretty soon that show has been a consistent delight and she's great on it. Yes. So, um, yeah. And, uh, until next time, what should they watch out for Cole? Uh, until next time, <laughs> watch out for that incredibly obvious peril with an even more obvious solution. <laughs>